Hello, and welcome to the Once Again Podcast. We are your hosts, Ashley and Jason. In this episode, we will be discussing the first three episodes of The Mandalorian Season 3. We will be recapping the events of these three episodes and possibly discussing uh, where we expect the show to go from here. So consider this your one and only spoiler warning. If you don't want to know anything about it, tune out now, folks. Get your get out of here now. Yeah. Get on that ra- uh, that uh, racer and get out of here. That's right. So don your Mandalorian helmet, pledge to never remove it, and join a weird cult. Uh, for this is the way. That was the, <laughs> that was the best I could come up with on short notice. <laughs> short yeah. yeah, I decided to do this last minute and yeah. me, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had like 24 hours or 48 hours to, to get it done, but the third season of the American television series The Mandalorian stars Pedro Pascal as the title character, a bounty hunter tra- traveling to Mandalore to redeem his past transgressions with his adopted son, Grogu. It is part of the Star Wars franchise, set after the events of Return of the Jedi. The season is produced by Lucasfilms, Fairview Entertainment, and Gollum Creations with Jon Favreau serving as showrunner. Development on the third season of The Mandalorian began in in late April of 2020, and it was officially confirmed that December. Filming began October of 2021 and wrapped in late March of 2022. The eight-episode season premiered on the streaming service Disney Plus on March 1st, 2023, and will run until April 19th, 2023. And a fourth season is in development. Season three cast lists include Pedro Pascal as Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, with Brenda Wayne and Latif Crowder as the onset doubles for the Mandalorian, Katie Sackhoff as Bo-Katan Kreese, David Accord as the voice of Grogu, Emily Swallow as the armorer, Carl Weathers as Grief Karga, Amy Sedaris as Pelimoto, Omid Apta I think that's cor- I think that's correct. I don't know how it's Omid Abtahi, possibly as, yeah. Sorry. As Pen Perishing, Katie O'Brien as Elia Kane, June Carla Esposito as Moth Gideon, Christopher Lloyd and Tim Meadows are as unknown characters at the time of this recording. Yeah, uh, I just want to clarify too. I had David Accord as the voice of Grogu in here. I don't know if like that's not a spoiler. Like Grogu doesn't speak he just makes the sounds yeah for that's what i yeah, assumed yeah. yeah although i do have a feeling based off of uh, episode one or, or episode two i can't remember when it happens well we might hear grogu speak this uh, i think it might happen yeah because uh that one character said oh was that his first word <laughs> yeah, yeah so. he definitely like said something there's actually been i think the third episode too there was something that he like kind of said almost and i was like is that, that him talking? Yeah. I just Googled, like, who does the voice of Grogu, and that's the guy. Like, mm-hmm. so. Does the sounds. Yeah. So I guess we should talk about how we didn't cover the first two seasons in our episodes, but, you know, we're going to talk about the third season because it's timely and everything and just came out. And it is something we've been watching and talking about with each other, just yeah. not. On the podcast. On the podcast. Yeah. Um, but we start off with season three, episode one, titled Chapter 17, The Apostate. It was written by John Favreau and directed by Rick Finate. I'm I'm sorry about this, Rick Faniamwa. <laughs> Rick Famu Famuwa Famuwa. That your guess is as good as mine, Rick. You know who you are, and we apologize. <laughs> we uh, apologize for being awful at yeah. this. <laughs> and it premiered on March first, twenty twenty three. 
Uh, so we're going to do another one of those loose recapping episodes. I have the notes here in summary and everything, so I hit everything I think it's going to be a lot of us talking about, like, what's going on and yeah. what this means for, you know, Star Wars as a whole, Mandalorian. Yeah, but we start off with, I didn't know if this was supposed to be set in the past or currently, and obviously we, it gets revealed that it's currently, but we start off with, like, the armorer and they're indoctrinating a child into yes. their weird Mandalorian <laughs> cult, <laughs> and then, like, a dinosaur, uh, uh, shows up um you know halfway between a uh, uh alligator and it's a dinosaur turtle is what it's called that's what it's listed as but it looks more like an alligator than yeah, a turtle definitely um, i agree it actually kind of looks like that weird 2000s godzilla monster a little bit too but it shows up and ruins the ceremony for indoctrinating this child and uh, but uh, that was the thing was i didn't know if this was supposed to be uh like din Djarin in din, the past yeah when or he not, was a yeah. kid and stuff until din shows up to yeah, save them all yeah because they're all fighting this weird uh crocodile creature and not doing a good job against yeah it. i would have just ran into the cave like that thing was not fitting in that cave just there were about what like 50 of them there yeah and, like you'd think they'd be hitting it from different angles and stuff but no they all like let's just you're all doing garbage yeah. they're bad mandalorians <laughs> and let's then be honest din shows up and just schools them all he's this, like this i is- have my spaceship that i hit it with this is what happens when you have a bunch of mandalorians that are very religious instead of being like yeah high like you know high armored high capacity like they might they're not boba fett is what they aren't like they might be good hand-to-hand combat fighters and stuff but they're clearly but it's not boba fett it's not the clan crees you know they don't have strategy like you know um but yeah din shows up with grogu and saves them all from Mm -hmm. this uh giant crocodile uh and then he's like, hey, um, I hear a rumor that Mandalore is okay to go back to. They're like, no, it's still poison. He's like, well, what if I go and I bathe in the waters? Will I be forgiven for my sins? And they're like, yeah, if you can, but you got to bring proof of it too. And he's like, okay, here I go. And he heads off to Navarro, which I also want to say, I couldn't find anything about this, but I feel like they got a huge budget increase for this oh yeah because navarro looked amazing everything looks so much better it's not that it looked bad before but they it's definitely up the quality yeah and in season or in season three in episode three we see coruscant and it looks like movie quality coruscant, coruscant. like yeah. it doesn't look like a tv show version of coruscant like um it, it looks great um but din goes to navarro to meet with uh what was his name? Grief? Yes, Grief Karga. Yeah, uh, I should say uh, High Magistrate Grief Karga, <laughs> um, as he as he corrects everyone, <laughs> um, played by Carl Weathers and everything, and he's just fantastic. And he gets offered a job to be the sheriff, um, mm-hmm. because the previous sheriff has has left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we won't get into... <laughs> she, I mean, she, she yeah, rejoined she was, the rebellion. <laughs> she was always going to leave. There was supposed to be an entire show about her that we're never going to get true. now, that's because true. she's a terrible person, mm. the actress. But, you know, that's... Yeah. Um, and she, she, she left, so she's no longer the sheriff, so Din gets offered. And uh, he turns it down, though, because he has his quest that he has to go on. He's always fetch questing. Um, yes. And he says he needs uh, IG-11 reactivated. And, um, and everybody's basically like, dude, just get another droid. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, he's only learned to trust that one droid, so. That is something, like, that is something that's fascinating is that, like, because of his trauma from uh, the Clone Wars and everything, or, I, no, it wasn't the, I guess it was the yeah. Clone Wars. Yeah, his trauma from the Clone Wars and droids killing his family and everything like that, he's still like, nope, just this one droid. The one mm-hmm. droid's okay. But he wants, they have a statue built out of his remaining parts, and he's like, I could fix that. And he basically does, but I, IG-11 reverts back to his 
primary programming, I Which guess. Which was to attack Grogu. Yeah, and try and he tries to kill him and uh for the first time Din misses a shot ever. <laughs> like he's he's he has I to take shots. I love that the robot shots. just pushed over the, the statue to kill him. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the other robot that was there. Um which I, I thought it was interesting, the uh, protocol droid, it looks like C-3PO and everything, even has the tummy exposed. I don't know if I've ever seen another one that has the tummy yeah, exposed like C-3PO, but maybe. Uh, they need to fix IG-11, and we meet a bunch of Babu freaks. Um, and Zelen mechanics. Yeah, but they're, they're, but Babu, they're Babu freaks. freaks. Yeah. And I actively went Babu Freak! Yeah, I, that's, that's who I thought it was. Like, I really and thought it was. Then it wasn't Babu no, Freak, but it was a bunch of little... Yeah, they have different names and everything. Little mechanics is what they are called, I guess. Yeah, and they, Freaks. They, they tell him that they can fix IG-11, but he has to go get another piece to go do it. And right before Din's about to leave, uh, Navarro gets attacked by these pirates mm-hmm. who want Navarro to go back to being, like, the smuggler kind of planet that it was before. Uh, but grief is like, nope, it's a classy place now. And the bar that you're trying to get into is my school. And, and like, um, the guy goes to shoot grief, grief <laughs> shoots the gun out of his hand and then didn't kills all the other pirates. Cause they were going Except one. Yeah. Well, th- that's the same guy yeah. and lets him go. And, um, on the way out, he, uh, gets attacked by those pirates. I believe if, I yes. re- if I'm remembering correctly. Um, and by the pirate king Gorian Shard. Yes. Which you know that's gonna come back later. Like I'm like, oh, let's put a pin in this point because somehow this is gonna come back towards the end. Yeah, which I really um, Cad Bane was in the Book of Boba Fett, wasn't he? Yes, he I, was. So I still haven't watched the Book of Boba Fett. Does he die in that? Or uh, I don't remember. I've only watched it once, and I okay. didn't watch all the episodes. I watched about half of it. So. See, because I was expecting like this guy's name is Vane, and I mm-hmm. thought I misheard him. And say Bane, and I was like, oh, uh, wait, that's not Cad Bane. But then I was like, oh, well, maybe he dies in the Book of Boba Fett, and I, just because I haven't watched it, I don't know. Um, but eventually Din lands on a Mandalorian-adjacent planet, like a moon of Mandalorian. Yeah, the Cavalara moon. Yeah, and that's where uh, Bo-Kadam is, is sitting in her chair. Um, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> draped over it. And looking all kinds of sexy. Um <laughs> <laughs> she, hey, you know, uh, she was. I, I really thought about. She could bend me over the chair. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> wow, I thought about doing um my uh, mm, Bo-Katan <laughs> joke, but I was like, it's been too long. I, I, I'll save it for once upon a time when we get back to it. But uh, I, I came up with Bo-Katan, and uh, she, basically, she's like, no. Um, after you got the dark saber, and, and uh, everyone left, the yeah, army left. Yeah. So they're plundering with the ships. Yeah, and they don't follow me anymore. And you suck, and I hate you. And the castle's awesome, though. Oh, by the yeah. way, it looks great. Yeah, and she tells him to go off to Mandalore by himself, and he does. Oh, um, but, but, but uh, I guess that's all of season one, or season one of episode one. <laughs> uh-huh. And we move on to episode two, because I watched them one right after the mm-hmm. other, so it's all kind of blending together in my mind. Uh, season two, or episode two is chapter 18, The Minds of Mandalore, written by John Favreau and directed by Rachel Morrison, and it premiered March 8th, 2023. And, uh, see, now here it has, oh, that's the character. I was going to say, uh, Din goes to visit uh, Pel- Pelimoto, I, I've never heard her name said, so yeah. I think that's correct. Um, on Tatooine, we go back to Tatooine, your favorite place know, in the I galaxy. The... But they're there on Buntai. Yeah, and at least it's most Espa, not most Isley. So yeah. you know, but um, yeah, the, we're we, on Buntai. We we get... It's Buntai Eve, though. And my only opinion, I immediately was like, 
Man, this is why Disney needed to make Tatooine where all the Star Wars lands are and Disney World and Disneyland because we could have a Bunta Eve. Well, we do get to see all po- the time pod racers going yeah, around. Yeah, that was uh, so cool. Yeah. Um. And anyway, she's she's like, oh, I don't have the part that you need for IG Eleven, but I'll sell you R Five here, which I think R Five is one of the droids from the original. Yeah, movies. It's, yeah. It, that I was looking it up. It is one of the like original droids. Okay, but R5 is scared to go back into space yeah, and everything. like, no. no. No, I don't want to do any of this. But uh, Din takes them, and they go They go to Mandalore. And, oh, uh, Grogu does a sick uh, front flip, back flip? I'm not really oh, sure. Oh, that is cool, yeah. In, in, into Moto's arms and everything. And she's the character that's like, oh, I think he just said his first word. And, like, <laughs> but they go to Mandalore, and he's like, okay, R5, go scout out and make sure that I can breathe the air, that it's not toxic. And R5 goes out, and then all of a sudden he goes off their radar, and Din's like, oh, okay, I'll I go gotta get gotta go him. get the yeah. stupid droid. Yeah, I'll, I'll seal my helmet, and uh, Grogu, you get in your little pod, and so he goes out there, and he, bit, he gets attacked by the Morlocks from the time. <laughs> <laughs> that was my exact thought. Yeah, I was, I, that's... The Morlock thing. Really... I'm like, I don't know what these are, and I'm sure they were, like, in the series somewhere at some point. I've, Maybe they get named in and like stuff. rebels or something, but like they're Alamites. Yeah, they're and they're the Morlocks. They're, they're the Morlocks. They're Mandalorians that had to live underground or whatever and evolved differently <laughs> than the other Mandalorians. Definitely. Um, now, here's the interesting thing: when he lit up the dark saber, I don't know if they were just afraid or if they recognized what it was because they paused. Like when he lit up the dark saber when they were fighting him and everything. They go to attack him again, but, like, there was, like, a moment where they all paused, and I was like... Also, what I like about this episode is a lot of it is that he's still having a hard time using the Darksaber. Yeah. Which he's been having a hard time. And I I was reading that the reason for that is because he's probably got some, like, force powers, and because he's force-sensitive of any sort. No. That's why, yeah, I know. No, 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 no. But, I was going that, into Palpatine there. Yes, for I know, a I know. <laughs> but that uh, Bo-Katan doesn't have any issues using it, no. so that it doesn't fight her because she's Bo-Katan. But she's also used it before. That yeah. used to be her blade. Mm. So Juan he... chooses the wizard, Harry. <laughs> That's exactly what's going <laughs> that on. Actually, was what goes on here. Um, but so Din goes down into the chasm. Um, and he gets attacked by this weird robot, which I thought they were going to reveal that that was General Grievous or something that was Honestly, still alive. when I saw that, I was like, has this been in something else before? And I've just never seen this before. Yeah. Like, and no, it's like completely new creature. And I really hope we go back to that at some point, because I want to know more about whatever the hell that was, because it was creepy. I, it was siphoning blood. Yeah. It was very odd. I did not like it. I really thought that it was going to be, I thought at some point the creature was going to go... <laughs> Like, I was like, that's General Grievous. They've got it that General Grievous is alive, and this is him. But yeah. Uh, I'd be curious to know what it is. Like, yeah. who it is, actually. Like, yeah. that's... It was some weird, I guess, really just like an eye, and like, uh, attached to the eye as the brain. Because it was a creature inside a robot, yeah. inside another robot, inside, inside a, another inside robot. Inside a little, like, eye robot. Yeah. The eye's the only thing, like, left. Yeah. But so that's... I'm a... definitely interested. Like... I literally, again, thought that it was something that I just had never heard of, and it was in something I hadn't consumed before. Like, yeah. 
oh, did this pop up in a book or maybe it is, maybe it's something... no, it's not. It's completely new oh. for this show. All right, and well... the only uh, the only clue we have is that it's cyborg like Grievous, but isn't. So yeah. what am I supposed to do with that? It's some Mandalorian creature that maybe we'll get more on. I in the hope future. we do. Yeah. Like I was waiting for Bo to be like, yeah, that's a blah 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 blah, I mean, and I'm be like, oh, it's Star Wars. They're gonna give it a name and they're gonna make a toy of it and everything. We'll know. We'll, we'll eventually get it. But we'll know I'm, all about this creature's sad life I'm with its wife and children about and everything. What it is. Yeah. Um, but so Din gets taken and he tells Grogu to uh, go and get Bo-Katan. He's like, you know, get out of here. Which I was so nervous for Grogu when he was walking around, like out of his little pod. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, what are you doing, buddy? Like, I know you got the force, but not that much of it. Like, what? And uh, I know. I was like, he's going to get eaten by this thing, too. Yeah. Uh, especially with the blood being siphoned off and everything. Yeah, since I that's already like, happened to Grogu. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Um, but so he does, he, uh, little Grogu does, he arrives back on, um, on, uh, Bo-Katan's little planet. On that she's got. Yeah, thank you. And she's like, oh, I am so, she, she sees the ship and she's like, I am so sick of Din Djarin. This is the last, <laughs> I, this is the last and, time and I'm going to And she's like, I him. thought I told you to go away. And, and then he's, she's like, oh, it's only Grogu, yeah, where is he? Where yeah. did he go? And you know she only cares about the Darksaber, really. She's like... Where did he go? Did he die? Can I go get the dark saber and reclaim my life? Yeah. Okay. Like... <laughs> um. But so she she goes to the planet uh, to rescue him, and she does. Um, and kills that little eye weird eye creature thing. Yep. And then they go deeper into the mines. She she shows him where he has to go and everything because he's not going to find his way with without her. And they arrive at this water, the they waters arrived, of life. Yeah, or, the living, living waters. Water, living water. Thank you. And he's like, he takes off all of this stuff besides his helmet and basic armor. And he's like, all right, now I'm going to go bathe. And he's saying his creed as he walks into it. And then I thought he got grabbed by something. That's what I thought too. But apparently he just fell. Like, yeah. uh, Bo-Katan explains in the third episode that she thinks it's just that, like, because of all the fighting and something going on on the planet that it dislodged and that the pool is now much deeper than it used to be yeah and i guess with all that armor on you would sink like it's not like because he doesn't yeah, have a if propulsion it wasn't like system a shallow pool like yeah. it's supposed to be and, well he took off his uh jetpack too mm-hmm. so he it's not like he could get himself back up like mm-hmm. so she she uh <laughs> dives in there and she saves him and as oh but before he went into the water she talked about uh the mythosaur <laughs> and that was like the legendary creature that the first mandalorian killed and that's what and then in the coming the previews for this episode when they were like previously on the Manda you had, we had the armor discussing like it is said that the Mythosaur will return and it'll be a new age for Mandalore so like we end on this point yeah. of like she sees the Mythosaur yeah as she's saving uh, Din and going back up she sees the Mythosaur there and it opens its eyes and opens her its eye and looks at her which made me lose my mind for a week because I'm like we're really gonna end it on that yeah we found the freaking Mythosaur like <laughs> And Bo's the one that saw it. She's probably sitting there like, oh my god, my entire childhood, like everything that I've said, just said is not real, is now real. Like, Yeah, because she's like, oh, your cult's weird and everything, which their cult is weird. It is she, weird. Like, they follow the old ways of Mandalore, yeah. but like, she just had proof basically that like, okay, it, maybe they're right. Like, I'm wrong. It. Yeah, yeah. And we go into uh, <laughs> season three, episode three, chapter 19, The Convert. Um, and it's written by Noah Cool and John Favreau, or is that Noah Noah Clore? Noah Clore. Clore and John Favreau, and directed by Lee Isaac Chung, and it premiered March fifteenth, two thousand twenty-three. Um. So yeah, Bucketown has rescued Din, and she says to him, "Hey, 
did you see anything as we were coming back up? And he's like, no, yeah. why? And yeah. she's like, no, 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 reason. It's like, <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> it's like, oh, bud, yeah. you. I, and I, I was like, and this is the point where I was like, okay, is she going to take off the helmet now? Because mm. I was like, we're at a weird point now. Is she going to not take it off just because she's like, I don't know what to believe anymore? And yeah. like, we kind of get to that later well, that, in a weird conclusion way. Given the title to this, I was the like. Conver- yeah, uh, I was like. The minute I saw that, I was like, no, it's happening. Because, yeah. you know, I think the way this is going is because she's good with the Darksaber and now that she has bathed in the living waters. Mm. she And seen the Mythosaur. Yeah. Din didn't see it. She saw it. Yeah. That she is going to retake Mandalore and bring Mandalore back together. Yeah. And they're all going to come back to Mandalore. But it's very possible. I think that's where this is inevitably going. Yeah. Um, but she's like, oh, let's get out of here. Um, you know, we both bathed in the waters. Let's just go. And as they're leaving, they get attacked by Imperial Ties, and they make it back to uh, uh, Calavara. Calavara, and they're like, "All right, cool. Now we're on base, so nothing bad's gonna happen." And her castle gets blown up, <laughs> but... which is crazy. And I'm assuming it's Moff Gideon, but like, I didn't like that we left that as a like who attacked them. Yeah, and then he, Din was like, "I know where we can go." Yeah, we'll go. So- I know perfect place that we can go that's safe and we cut to coruscant and i was like oh okay so they're going to coruscant which like kind of makes sense it is yeah. the home of the republic and also it's a giant city like if you were trying to hide hiding amongst many many people is an option yeah but then the episode shifts and this episode actually has the lowest rating on rotten tomatoes and a lot of people i was talking to my co-workers and a lot of them did not like this like they didn't understand and again i didn't really i'm assuming it'll have its place later on in the season but it does seem like a really off like why did we get this in this particular order? See, I liked this episode because it was something so different. Um, but I wouldn't want this to be the whole show. But we we're, we catch back up with Dr. Uh, Pershing. Pershing. And he's uh, joined the New Republic. He's in Received the, a pardon. Yeah, and he's going to work for the Republic and everything. Which I didn't even really... Like, is he just doing paperwork, like, basically? Yes, for the, essentially. Like... like Slowly getting rid of... So, I, my thought process on this is, like, they're slowly getting rid of uh, things that were from the Empire. Like, mm. Empire information. But I'm like, wouldn't you want people to, like, go through and make sure there's nothing useful in all that? Like, like when, he's like, when he's like, oh, like, this is really good science stuff. Like, it's useful. And they're just like, well, it's Empire stuff, so we yeah. don't want it. Like, that's not how that works. Like, that's really odd that you would just go... There were two, there were two things in this uh, episode that did bug me because I thought of real-world parallels to them. Like, when the U.S. captured Nazi scientists, we didn't <laughs> just go, okay, well, now you're going to exactly. do paperwork. We're like, no, you're going to do science, but for the U.S. And, like, we developed the space program out of it and everything. Yes. Like, um, we built the nuclear bomb because of them and everything. What I also did not like was that they gave everybody, like, number designations. Yeah, they took away and their identity. And they took away their name. And I was like, yeah. that's so odd. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, their name, like... The Empire gave them that name. Like, that was just the name that they grew up with. Like, it would be like, Jason, you are now L2356. Okay. Why? Because I said so. Well, something, too, that, like, (laughs) I think there's more going on here than was revealed to us. Because he has to check in with this robot seemingly every week, maybe maybe Mm -hmm. every day, I'm not sure. And it asks him the same questions over and over again. Like, Like, are you feeling, are you feeling any resentment towards the New Republic? Are you happy? And in no, are you fulfilled? Like, but the the robot in no way monitors his voice fluctuation or anything. Like, it doesn't. Like, it's just like yes or no question. Like, it doesn't. Like, it, 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 I'm like, no. There's no way that that robot is that stupid 
that 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 droid is that stupid that it can't tell that he's aggravated over this or what or he asks a certain question about oh can i continue my old work like it's not like flagging that or anything like mm-hmm. no there's no way the robots like i think this whole thing is a setup like he's set up in general but like i'm like there's more going on here like i think i think we're getting Pumpkin. hey the, oh yeah our producer pumpkin just stopped by <laughs> to check in and see how Hi, we're buddy. doing um but there's no way that i, I or I, I should say i think they're showing off not everything's perfect with the new republic either like i think there's a darker side to that that they're hinting at i do in this think episode. that is i just think again this is a very odd well so so basically the story is just like he meets up with elia kane who is on uh sheet a yeah. ship was a person on his ship and they get talking and he's like oh i do want to continue my research yeah and she's like cool i'm gonna help you like get like science equipment so they go they sneak out and then they're caught but she basically sabotaged him and like made sure to like get them caught yeah like she was, it was all set up. yeah it was and all I, set up why i don't know but then I, she i had a couple theories about that but go ahead i'm sorry i'm just gonna finish saying what okay. it was about and then she he basically goes and gets gonna have like his mind wiped a little and he's like oh you're using a mind flayer on me and they're like no we just use it on the low setting and it like keeps you calm but then kane comes in and basically cranks, cranks it, up. it up and you know is gonna wipe mind wipe yeah him. the mind yeah. wiped him completely like she basically just killed him so so i think either a she did this whole thing because he did out her like mm-hmm. he was like oh you worked for moth gideon in front of the group of the rest mm-hmm. like she might have said that she was somebody else or something mm-hmm. Or two, the whole thing is a big setup to get, like, it, it, it's almost like, oh, we have to do this by the book, but we have to get this guy into this mind wipe chamber at some point. Like, it was like, like, like I'm saying, maybe the New Republic has a darker side to it that we're being hinted at here. Interesting. But see, my whole thing is I, when she was originally working for him, I'm like, okay, so she's working for Gideon. And I thought that she was trying to set him up and, like, get him killed for Gideon's sake, maybe? Mm. But I don't know why they'd be doing that. Or that she was trying to get him to continue his work mm-hmm. so that D- Gideon could have it again. Like, she somehow was still connected to Gideon. Or three, she's a dirty cop and hasn't met her quota for that for that month yet. And or is, no. she was always, she was on Gideon's ship as yeah. a plant to begin with. And this is just a long Possibly. Haul. I mean, we're going to get Moff Gideon again later yeah, in the season. Yeah, definitely. So. Who, know, who knows where that's going. But yeah, that episode shifts shifts to this. And the other thing that bothered me about it was that they kept the Star Destroyers there. Mm-hmm. And the other real world thing is that in like the real militaries, whether it's the U.S. or other people, when they're done with either their equipment or an enemy's equipment or whatever, they destroy it. They blow it up. They don't just leave it in a scrapyard for people to go and try and plunder like you know well i think the thing is is they were they were still kind of stripping it because she has the line where she says like oh it's decommissioned not to fly anymore but everything's still on it yeah like i don't really get it like i could believe they're still stripping stuff it's only been like a couple years since the trilogy it showed at least two of them in that junkyard like like i don't know i don't know you blow it up it's definitely interesting (laughs) or or you use it like you either blow it up or you use it like I, i don't know um, but yeah, then, um, after all this and he's getting his mind wiped, which I'm not sure if it's going to be a full mind wipe or if he's just being tortured. At, yeah, like, I don't like, know what's going on with that, but. Um, it shifts back to Din mm-hmm. and Bo-Katan and they arrive at the secret Mandalorian place where they're hiding. 
and uh, they're all like, "Ew, you you guys are gross. <laughs> like you're you're apostates. You're apostates. Yeah." And Din's like, "No, look, check out this water." And the armorer takes the water and is like, oh, "This is the real water. They were there." And she's like, oh, Bo-Katan, like... You also went, because Bo yeah. was like, yeah, I had to dive into the water and save him. Yeah. So the armor was like, well, have you removed your helmet? And Bo's like, no. And she's like, well, then you are welcome as well, because yeah. you are also redeemed by yeah. our laws. And, and all the mandos are like, good yeah. job, Yeah, Bo. weird, crappy Good job, teaching. everybody's yeah. being yeah. like, yeah. yeah, great job, good job. Yeah. And, like, you know that Bo's, like, feeling it right now. Like, these people care. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have to see where it goes from here, but do you have any ideas? We, we did guests, uh, guests. We guessed at stuff for, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and we were mostly right when it came to that. We're only in episode three here. Like I said, um, I think this is going to be a lot of Bo's story, actually, mm. more so. Like, you know how season two was much more Boba Fett? Mm. Like, yeah, we were getting Mando's story, too, but it was a lot of Boba Fett. We yeah. were learning about Boba Fett. And Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that my, my problem with season two and ahsoka was there too yeah well i liked seeing ahsoka I, that was nice yeah she's um, she's skywalker <laughs> she's adjacent. adjacent she's not a direct skywalker she's at worst an adopted skywalker yes <laughs> but, uh but i do think this is gonna be more like bo-katan heavy because i think we're inevitably gonna get her taking back the seat of mandalore itself mm. like yeah. i don't know how well, that she's, happens. She's but... going to need some place to live. The, the ties blew up her castle. <laughs> so. uh, I do, yeah. Well, I do want to know where, where those ties came from, too. I'm guessing Moff Gideon, but I mean... Yeah. I think the Pirate King comes back at some point, too, because he's been spurned and I'm he's going to want his revenge. IG-11's, I don't know where he's going to... Yeah. IG-11's got to come up, come back. At, he's going to rescue them. Like, from, he's going to be the Luke Skywalker of this season. Part. Yeah. Um... <laughs> You know, cause there's no way that they would set it up and then just have it that, oh, yeah, he got R5, so he doesn't... Because the reason he wanted IG-11 was to explore Mandalore and make mm-hmm. sure that it was okay for him to breathe and everything like that. So there's no way... Like, they wouldn't just set it up just to not bring him back later on. I don't think we get any more Luke Skywalker. I don't think we'll see Boba Fett. Maybe we will, but I don't <sighs> think so. I don't think we'll see Ahsoka either, yeah. I would think. I think this will pretty much be straightforward. I'd laugh if he saw Obi-Wan. That would be crazy. I don't think that's happening, but, you know. It would have to be his ghost. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm hoping that we stay away from the Skywalkers. Well, if he's gotten some Force powers, Din Djarin. Yeah. Oh, God, I hope not. Ugh. Why does every important person in the galaxy have to have Force powers? I don't know. Be Force-sensitive. The only, the only one who's not is the one that uh, I said flies in three-dimensional space. Uh, Poe Dameron. He's mm-hmm. he's the only one who's not force sensitive so far. Um, we'll see, but uh, yeah, I hope we stay away from things that we've seen before. Uh, season two had too much of oh hey check out this oh hey check. Out I think that. it would season two would have been good if it doesn't wasn't like we kept putting more people like oh here's Ahsoka oh here's Boba Fett yeah oh here's Luke Skywalker oh, oh there's R two too did you know you wanted R two Here's the engine from Anakin's pod racer. Here's the dark saber. <laughs> yeah, oh, but... we have Bo-Katan too. Yeah. Did you miss these Mandalorians? I, I don't mind Bo-Katan showing up. I just she makes sense. I think. Yeah, I just like to stay <laughs> out of the Skywalker. I, I want more Star Wars things out of the Skywalker family because it's a big galaxy. There's more movers and shakers than that. Like even if a hut showed up, I'd be cool with it. But like, I I, I don't want I, I don't want it to be Jabba. I, I don't want it to be Jabba's son. <laughs> like. Oh, Java survived his ship being blown up, and here he is. Um, I, I'm tired of seeing the same characters. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. So not, like, you could have you could have a Chewbacca cameo and I'd be okay with it. Like I'm excited for hopefully an Ahsoka series might do some interesting things for our universe. I think a, the Thrawn theory series, whenever we get that too, will be interesting. Yeah, I don't know if I really besides IG Eleven showing up later, and I I can't Christopher Lloyd's going to show up, so he either has to be playing someone funny or someone evil because that's like what he does, or someone who's evil and funny. Um, like Doc Brown from the yeah. Back to the Future. Like, yeah. Um, so I don't know who he's going to be playing. I don't know who Tim Meadows is going to be playing. I just hope to goodness it's not <laughs> Carl Weathers' son because they like to do that. Like, oh, here's the one black guy in the galaxy and here's the other. They're related. Like, you know how how uh, uh, in episode nine that, that girl that showed up, well, she was actually, uh, what's his face, his son, a daughter? Um, we didn't see it on screen, but like, in the books and everything, they, no. No, thank you. That's how it always happens. Um, yeah, I think, like I said, I think it's just going to be a lot of Bo-Katan, and I think we'll see kind of the, like, coming of Man, like, the second coming of Mandalore, basically. Yeah. I think that'll be what's going on. That's my hope for it, too. And something, like, it still has to go, like, there's going to have to be a fight between Bo-Katan and, and Din for the Darksaber, because that, that's how season two, end, like, the tension of season two ending was that he had the Darksaber, she wants it. And, like, you have to defeat the person that has it. So they're going to have to fight at some point. I don't well, know. he lost it to that robot in the second episode. And then she took it and used it. Yeah. And destroyed the robot. So now does she love her rightful then, heir to but, it? But then he took it back. Is this <laughs> Elder Wan lore? Well, maybe that's why it's fighting him even more now. Maybe. Who knows? Is uh, this Elder Wan lore? Maybe we'll see more of the Morlocks show up if they go back to Mandalore. <laughs> Have you ever seen the weird 2000s Time Machine movie? Yes. Uh, okay, yeah, and they'll, they'll have that weird guy be the Morlock leader again and everything. <laughs> I forget who... That was actually somebody famous that played him, and I can't remember who it was. I can't now. think of it either, but it was weird. Yeah, the one... Um, oh, God, I always get the actor confused with Christian Bale. Because um, him and Christian Bale look a lot alike. Um, the guy that was the main guy in, in the Time Machine oh, movie. Oh, I know what you're, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but... Anyway, yeah, they'll they'll have the weird Morlock leader show up too. Actually, let me just look that up real quick because oh, it was Jeremy Irons that played like the weird uh, Morlock leader, and it was Guy Pierce who was the the main actor in the Time Machine movie. But yeah, him and Christian Bale look a lot alike. But yeah, that's I I don't really know. We'll we'll probably do another episode covering it when we get past episode six, and then we'll do a. a final episode once we're past episode eight recapping how we felt about the season but uh, my you know despite my problems with season two i think mandalorian's been the best thing from star wars recently you know i liked uh rogue one and i didn't really have a problem with the sequels minus episode nine um just because episode nine was a disaster yeah um that was bound to happen yeah. given what was going on but uh, i think i liked obi-wan i just i wish that it was less episodes i wish obi-wan was less dealing with saving leia like yeah. i thought that was like that's not what i expected to obi-wan to be doing yeah and it could have been like only four episodes instead of yeah, six. yeah it was or... very drawn out for yeah. what it was yeah and a bold prediction that i made in that that so far has been 100 percent wrong is that we were going to get a reva show i thought i really thought that we would get a reva show or something at some point but nope nothing nothing announced but yeah, so we'll check back in after episode six of uh, season three, and we'll we'll discuss how we feel about it so far, and then the penultimate episode and the season finale. 
Um, but that's all. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, I think I've said it all. Okay. Well, this has been the Once Again Podcast. Any questions, comments, or critiques can be addressed to our email at onceagainpod at gmail.com. Follow us on our social media accounts. Once again, pod, all one word, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. If you're feeling generous and would like to contribute to the podcast, we have several tiers available on patreon.com slash onceagainpod. Also, a like and a share would be greatly appreciated. Thank you and have a wonderful day. And remember, we will entertain you. We will always entertain you. This is the way. Rumpelstiltskin always says that magic comes with a price. But for this price, you can get a nice piece of jewelry. Use code ONCEPOD for 10% off your first order at Unusual Magic Jewelry on Etsy. Click the link in the description.